pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit.
visit me, entice me, or lure me, because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your 
public servants don't uphold the solemn oaths they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, filing other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Y'all, which part are y'all playing basketball? 
get me on the court and I'm troubled. Last week, messed around and got a triple-double. Freaking brothers every way like MJ. I can't believe today was a good day. To the pad and hit the showers Didn't even get no static from the cowards Cause just yesterday them booze tried to blast me Saw the police and they rolled right past me No flexing, didn't even look in a brother's direction As I ran the intersection Went to show dog's house They was watching your MTV raps What's the haps on the craps? Shake em up, shake em up, shake em up, shake em Roll em in a circle of homies and watch me break em with a 7 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven, 7 even back door, little Joe <laughs> I picked up the cash flow Then we played bones and I'm yelling domino Plus nobody I know got killed in South Central LA Today was a good day Left my homie's house pay Picked up a girl been trying to dig since the 12th grade It's ironic I had the boo, she had the chronic The Lakers beat the super signs Felt on the big fat fanny Pulled out the jammy And killed the poo nanny And my Jimmy runs deep So deep, so deep Put her butt to sleep Woke her up around one She didn't hesitate to call Ice Cube the Top Gun Drove her to the pad and I'm coasting Took another sip of the potion Hit the three-wheel motion I was glad everything had worked out Dropped her burnt off and then chirped out Today was like one of those fly dreams Didn't even see a berry flashing those high beams No helicopter looking for the murder Two in the morning got the fat burger even saw the lights of the Goodyear blimp And it read ice cubes a pinch Drunk as hell but no throwing up Halfway home and my page is still blowing up Today I didn't even have to use my AK I gotta say it was a good day to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And yes, we have the longest damn intro in history. Seriously. And we try to keep it that way because 
Okay. It kills. No, it. you don't understand the algorithm. There are if we start talking immediately, we're fucked. We're getting thrown off of shit. Mm. And I have figured out that if you do an extendedly long intro where you have 15 minutes of music in the beginning and then your show starts, that it throws off the whole fucking algorithm that nobody can follow you. They have no idea what you're doing. You're playing unhinged music for so long that people just lose interest. So, hey, it keeps all the bots out. They have no idea what the fuck's going on in here. Good for them. Fuck you, too, just like Elon said. Fuck you. That's where I sit. Dude, we need to start with that. Absolutely. God, there's so much. Actually, what I really want to start with was um, Bob Igor. Here we go. No, start with Elon. If you're going to do that, start with Elon because Elon came before Igor. Fuck Igor. Okay. Igor's, a, you know, I don't even want to give him a stage. Oh, no, I do because it's funny. I'm kind of, no, I'm, I'm kind of the point. No, because guess what? Again, Elon might be the Antichrist. There's, there's probably a really good chance of that. However, mm. I don't think it is as much as everybody else thinks it is, but I think AI still is the antichrist. But just to hear what Elon said, he he's right on so many different levels. It's scary because nobody clapped. Why was that? Why weren't people fucking cheering when he said, what, you're going to fucking sucker me with money? Fuck you. Well, let's hear what he said, because it's great. I don't know how to respond to that. Fuck you too, cunt. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. That's right. You shouldn't, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Shut up. Stop Why listening your to phone me. Talking? I don't know. <gasps> Jesus. Apparently. So you know that there's a public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now, um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Right there. Right there. Why is but there anybody clapping? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Stop. Hold on a second. Listen to that fucking bitch ass like fucking high pitched laughing queer fucking crowd. Are you kidding? Why wasn't anybody clapping? Why wasn't anybody in that? Thunder. Thunder. Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to hold me ransom with money? Fuck you. Yes, that's exactly what you say. You say, fuck you. Everybody should be screaming that from the rooftops. Fuck you. This should be our number one going thing going forward. When somebody tells, hey, put a mask on. Fuck you. Hey, get a jab. Fuck you. Hey, you should not, you should watch your mouth. Fuck you. It's 
Fuck is the ultimate term. That's why I call you all fuckers. Because I can't fuck up your pronouns by saying it. Fuckers covers everything, the whole spectrum from A to Z. Fuckers can be male, it can be female, it can be fucking trans, it can be non-binary, it can be queer, it can be lesbian, it can be whatever you want. Fucker is an acronym. Fornication under consent of a king. And if ever anybody tells you, oh, it's a cuss word, no, it's an acronym. I'm telling you to fuck yourself under the consent of me because I'm king, bitch. Here, you want to hear people cheering? Here you go. There's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. They stop. You don't want them to advertise? No. If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. There's a public is that better yes okay that's what should have happened there (sighs) jesus this is freedom we're talking about freedom to talk freedom to speak freedom to do what you want to say what you want and to believe what you want not to believe what everybody else wants you to believe go fuck yourself Go fuck yourself. 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 Go fuck. That's that's new soundboard material right there. I know it. That's gonna be a soundboard button. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. So go to Bob Igor now. But I do. I Bob's got a response. I want to hear the rest of what. Elon said here because everyone, he, he did say a lot more important shit. That 40 he really did, and he said a lot like, more a important clip. shit. He said a lot more important shit. Yes. Yeah. So, so let's go ahead and it. play that because it is good. Yep. Well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't advertise. How do you think then about the economics of of X? If 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 part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too, <laughs> right? Yes. No, no. I, I mean, Linda no. Yaccarino right here and she's got to sell advertising. Hold on. No, no, no. Okay. Something I want you to realize right here. I want you to look at this. You just heard that guy. He's making that scurrying, scampering plea. Well, there's got to be something. You have to realize who the fuck are you talking to? This guy's a reporter. He claims to be a journalist. And you have no idea that you're talking to somebody who has about $405 billion in a fixed bank account? You mean to tell me he's not worried because your punk ass doesn't have the dollars that he does to make his company work? Fuck you! That's what this goes back to. Fuck you! Who are you to decide what I do and who I am and how I spend my money? Who are you? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck. Exactly. Thank you. Play. 
Absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company... I, I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are, those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah. They're going to say... Tell it to, tell it to Earth. But they're going to say that they're going to say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. Right. Let's that's see. that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see. OK, one more time. Here he goes again. Look at him. What you said by whose standard? By whose fucking standard did you say again? We're we're calling out a, a phantom standard that does not exist. You said something that it hurt my feelings. Fuck your feelings, babe. You you always do this with like fucking thirty, not even like six seconds left in the clip. Well, he's not going to say. Just let Elon, it finish. Elon's not going to say that. See how Earth responds to that. So okay, this then this. No, because if I forget it, it, it's gone. My point is this. Are you kidding me? One more time, we're back at feelings. We're worried about someone else's. Look, one more time. If words are hurting you, you don't belong in this space. Because there's not a word I use that's not considered loving or fucking just outright hateful. It's just, it happens here. Sorry, shit happens. If you're looking for loving, you need to go to fucking Dan Bongino's show or Sean Hannity's show. They'll give you some loving with a little poop shoot action, too, if you're nice enough. Because they'll fuck you just as fast as they fuck their other friends. Hold on. Here, here's uh, something else he said that was kind of important in this. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Fuck them. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Do that again. Fuck them. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Fuck them. Let's, let's seriously take a look at this really quick. Tell me something. You know, you read the Bible, right? You're, you're reading the Bible, reading right? the Bible. Have you read about vanity yet? Of, I mean, yeah. Okay. Is this vanity? Yeah. Where I'm taking selfies. Yeah. Uh, hold on. It's literally isn't called this, a selfie. Isn't this vanity? Yep. Wouldn't you? Okay. Yep. So tell me something. Mm -hmm. If everybody around you is 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 doing this and nobody's standing up and doing something to protect the person in front of them, what's wrong with us? Isn't that vanity? Mm -hmm. Isn't that a mortal sin? Isn't everybody recording a crime, not actually trying to defend the person that's being criminalized or having a crime brought against them isn't that vanity i, I could have sworn i read that somewhere in the bible because the only thing we have to fear is for good men to stand by and do nothing and what i see on tv every fucking time i turn around is a lot of ass clowns doing this on videotaping oh yeah i'm doing my part I'm doing my part. Can I pick my nose some more? I'm doing my part. Really? The woman getting shot 12 times. You you're you're still oh, okay, you're doing your part. Gotcha. Hey. 
I know you like this guy. He is. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. I love this. Well, howdy. You know, I recently had a fella ask me in my comment section is to, what happened to the fella that used to get up on the videos and rant and rave and swear at the politicians and all the stupidity going on in the world? Well, I'm right fucking here, but I'm not one to chase my own tail. So I've already said what's needed to be said. And if you haven't caught on by now, you're fucked. Look what's going on around the world right now. In every corner, social unrest, war, corruption, pestilence, famine. You think it's not coming here to North America? You are so fucking naive, I feel sorry for you. My grandfather used to tell me one of the wonderful things that he left with me in my mind was, don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me what you've done. So every day I work at getting prepared for life with no power, no communication, and no transportation other than horse and buggy and saddle horse and pack train. I believe that's coming to North America. You can laugh and scoff at you like, but a lot of folks did that to Noah too, and look what happened. So I'm not the only one out there that's been harping and banging the fucking drum for all those folks out there with their heads up their ass to get ready for what's coming. There's lots of us. And those of us that are ready, I fucking say a prayer for each and every one of us. And for those of us that aren't ready, I'm real sorry. I love each and every one of you. Stay the course and fucking get ready to resist. You know, it's really funny. All the folks that I've met along this journey that we've been on for Mm -hmm. the last three years, four years, whatever it's been, since we started doing this, we all cuss. Mm -hmm. We all cuss like sailors. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because we're real people. Because we use every word in the English language that everybody understands. No, no, no. Why is that? See, I I think it's something bigger than that. I think we all got the same message. It's weird. I know this is going to sound like, make your fucking crazy. Would you start snorting coke again? Yes, I started snorting coke again. No, you didn't. But I did. I don't allow that shit in my house. Think about this shit for a second. You all aren't offended by it or you wouldn't be here listening. You wouldn't be in the chats. True story. You all heard something that said, hey, there's going to be this guy. He's going to come out. He's going to say a bunch of fucked up shit. And you guys are going to fucking be like, oh, that sounds really, really bad. Actually, people get more offended by me cussing than by you cussing. And then when you hear them, and then when you hear what they say, you're going to stop. Some people can't get past the cussing because they can't actually hear. They don't know how to listen. I, 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 we're, we're, we are doomed. Jaekwondo master. No one gives a fuck if you're offended. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we love you. <laughs> but think about this. This is just, I've seen this on more and more videos. I've noticed on more and more videos. Just People are just, we're done. We're all cooked. We've been through this. We played this game. We played their game. Fuck their game. We're not playing their game anymore. <laughs> 
There's nobody sitting around saying, oh, well, we'll, we'll do that for you. No, no, there now even the look, look at what's going on in Chicago. Hmm. Have you, have you guys watched any Chicago politics going on right now? Oh, we yeah. watched the mayor last night. Yeah, but you missed, I sent you the black lady today and she is epic. She destroyed the mayor and the mayor and everything the mayor tried to say, she absolutely fucking just epically destroyed him. It was really good. I'm pretty sure I pulled everything. I'm almost positive you brought it I, when i see it i'll pull it up nope not yet that's a good one though too we're gonna play is. that that's it right there mm-hmm. bring that one up because this is this is what they're seeing in chicago this is what the democrats are doing for them in chicago if this is what democrats are doing for people in chicago i'm scared to see what they're doing for people like here in georgia because we're a red state which means they really don't give a fuck about people in chicago they're a blue state they kind of give a fuck about people no they don't at least not the ones that that legally live there. No. So I'm not just talking to Brandon Johnson right now. I'm talking to Governor Pritzker, and I'm talking to President Biden. That as we run into this upcoming political year, where the Democratic Party is on the menu, hear me, people of Chicago and of the United States. It is time for us as black people to stop voting party. It is time for us to stop voting color. It is time for us to start voting our self-interest. And if the Democrats refuses to listen to us, then it is time for us to start looking at other alternatives. Just saying. So I'm not just talking. Just saying, it, it, it. this isn't just here in America. This is in Ireland. Mm-hmm. This is in Japan. This is in Italy. This is in Spain. They've Look, folks, we're, we're the only country that hasn't started rioting yet. Why? January 6th. We have been dealing with this longer than anybody else. Yet Ireland, Italy, Spain, Japan, um, fuck, Russia. If you enter Russia illegally, you can be shot. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Just shot on sight. Hmm. Man, that's a secure border, if you ask me. You want to see what we're doing to our people? This is so fucked up. Meet Frank tomorrow, a 94-year-old Army veteran who was kicked out of his home at a senior center so they can make room for illegal immigrants. They didn't offer Frank any money. They didn't help him relocate. They just kicked him out. Now he's living with his daughter. The illegals now live in the former senior center free of charge. Taxpaying citizens are no longer welcome. The government of New York City is footing the bill using taxpayer money. $450 billion, by the way. $450 billion. We could have had the entire not, U.S. Mm-hmm. No, that's, no, no, that's for the entire U.S. Well, if that's what the federal government. For one year. Nine walls, I think we said. Ten walls? No, no 40. 40 walls. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> all we had to do was build one. Yeah. Would have stopped it all. It did stop it all. They don't give a fuck about you. Nope. They never have. Does he not have a video of that? No, it's just just the picture. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, you want to get into food? That's that's I not do a bad. Want, I that's do not a get bad shift food. right there. That's a good one because this one was an epic interview. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Dr. Sean Baker was on the Joe Rogan podcast, 
If you guys haven't seen this whole interview, I beg of you, one interview, especially, uh, actually, bring us back up. Especially if you're in the, uh, there's a lot of people in the healthy living culture right now that are all of a sudden realizing, holy shit, all these people that are eating their own food that they grow, they're doing so much better medically. Mm-hmm. There are doctors out there that are turning the page. They're going, yeah, it was really bad that we gave you those jabs. And you know what's really also really bad? The fact that we keep fucking giving you these drugs. The the manufactured drugs that kill you over and over again. And he was on this podcast today. I got to tell you. This was an epic interview by Joe Rogan. Um, if you have not seen this yet, I beg of you to go watch this because this is going to open your eyes to what what the benefits are from clean living. Not 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 clean living in that you're, you're oh well I I live and I have pure air pure no no about just food. This is just food, just the effects of food. What food does to your body? This doctor, he's a he's a bright guy. And he had Joe Rogan spinning for a minute. No joke. You're going to love this. This is awesome. And we only got four minutes of it. But I tell you what, this interview was like two hours long. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into that, I want to show you, I want to show everyone something real quick. Okay. Okay. This is really cool. I actually, uh, I'm going to end up holding this I up. talked to, and no one can see us right now, but I, know, I, I talked to the guys from uh, Plant Surge today. They're mm-hmm. actually going to be coming on Freedom Gardens on Saturday or the, the guy that started it. Okay. And I showed him this. This is crazy. So this is this is an egg scale. Yeah. Just so you're aware. This isn't this is a, a early egg from one of our brand new laying hens. Okay. The older they get, the bigger the, the eggs get. All right. But this is off the chart. A, no, no, it's still on the chart, but it's an extra large a large egg. It's a first egg. Okay. Yep. It's not a double yolk. It's just a regular egg. Okay. This is a normal size egg from one of our hens. That we've had for a while. A couple years now. A year. That's off the chart. Same thing from one of our other hens. Okay. Off Off the the chart. chart. Our chicken eggs are the same size. As duck eggs. As duck eggs. Okay. Why are our eggs so much bigger? Because of electroculture. Because our food is more nutritious. Because our birds are affected by the electroculture. Can I put this and in there? Yes. And okay. it makes their eggs significantly bigger. Craziness. Does Grow your own food. Seriously. It's more be- it's more nutritional. It's, it's, it's so much more nutritious. It's so much better for you. And if you have allergies, holy shit, your allergies will fucking disappear because you're eating the food out of your own ground, which means your body's going to become more naturally adherent to the mm-hmm. environment around it. Yep. Eat your own food. I'm telling you. And apparently it provides frost protection as well. But hold on. We'll get to that. We're not we'll, sure we'll, about that. Uh, we'll We're get, no, it no. Might. It might. It might. Yeah, it might. I'm not sure about okay. that because I still. You know, this, this is what they're pushing, trying to trying to get us because they're trying to position us to what say. What was this study? This was the USDA put it out. It was probably, I think it was the Nova study. I think I've got, I might have that on there, Jamie, but um, it's um, it's basically because there's, there's, there's some, there's starting to be backlash against ultra processed fruits. I mean, I, like 
South America starting to ban the stuff, which I think, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not for banning food. I mean, I think that gets into, you know, freedom of choice and things like yeah. that. So you shouldn't ban, just like you can still smoke if you want to, you know, it's not the best for you. So you don't want to do that. But at the same point, you know, they're saying like this stuff is, there's a lot of backlash and like people like myself and probably you and others just saying, look, this ultra processed garbage is literally killing us. It's making us crazy. It's making us depressed. All these people with mental health disorders, uh, a lot of nutrition is part of that. And we can talk about that, but you know, what, what they're seeing is there's a backlash against that. Yeah. So that's a Nova, Nova dietary stuff. guidelines, meet Nova, developing a menu for a healthy dietary pattern using ultra processed. Yeah, so they're basically saying, Hey, how do we make people eat more processed food and, and make it quote unquote healthy? And they showed that they could make a diet that's like 91% ultra processed foods and still be quote unquote healthy. Look what it says here. It says the purpose of this proof of concept study was to determine the feasibility of building a menu that aligns with the recommendations for a healthy dietary pattern from the 2020 DGA and includes a over 80%. What is that? KCAL. Kilocalories. Kilocalories from UPF, ultra processed foods as defined by Nova designed to accomplish this objective. We first developed a list of foods that fit Nova criteria for UPF. Uh, ultra processed foods fit within a dietary patterns in the 2020 DGA and are commonly consumed by Americans. We then use these foods to develop a set with what is that? Seven D. What does that mean? Seven day, seven, seven day. day, seven day, 2000 kilocalorie menu modeled on the, my pyramid sample menus and assess this menu for nutrient content as well as for diet, diet quality using the healthy eating index. The results in the ultra-processed DGA menu uh, that was created, 91% of the kilocalories were from ultra-processed food or Nova Category 4. The HEI 215 score was 86 out of a possible 100 points. The sample menu did not achieve a perfect score due primarily to excess sodium and an insufficient amount of whole grains. This menu provided adequate amounts of all macro and micronutrients except vitamin D, vitamin E, and choline. Okay, so let me tell you something about this really quick. <clears throat> so, you know, you all know that I went to the doctor and whatnot. They told me how to go get colon screen and what all that other bullshit. I had to go ride this silver snake and I told him to fuck off. And I said, no, because I'm not shitting weird. My, old, my, my younger brother, my youngest brother, out of all four of us, um, he probably had the shittiest literally existence for the longest time because he had all sorts of fucked up shit because he's eaten ultra processed food. He had all sorts of problems with his guts. It was a shitty environment for him. And that's not, that's no pun. That literally, literally. is what happened. Literally, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times he had to re- repaint his bathroom because he literally peeled the paint off the walls. He would go in there and why? Cause he was a cop. You know what he was eating? Donuts ultra and- processed fast food. And he thought he was eating healthy because he was getting salads here and there. He's doing this. No, all the food is fake. He started growing his own food. And guess what he hasn't done in like fucking five years. And he's 10 years younger than I am. He hasn't ridden the silver snake once. You haven't. And what was the reason I told start eating natural food? Stop eating the bullshit. He started eating natural food. Stopped eating the bullshit. Now he's not shitting like a weirdo. This is all part of it. If Think about it this way. This is the way I look at it. I start with the mouth. 
The mouth is your first level of defense. If you don't take care of your teeth, if you're not protecting your mouth, if you're not doing something to protect yourself in the morning, you're fucking yourself for the rest of the day. Freshmouth.life. The next thing is what you eat. What you eat is more important than anything else you do your whole entire life. What you put in your body is the same thing as a doctor coming up and injecting a needle into your skin. Mm -hmm. It is exactly the same thing. It's no different. Your body absorbs the nutrients the same way. All through your stomach, all through your colon, all through your lining, all through your small intestine, your large intestine. That's how it works. It breaks down the food and pulls it out. They've told us for years, red meat is bad. Bullshit. Bullshit. Carnivore diet actually has had amazing results in a lot of people. And oh, by the way, the green diet isn't the way to go either because you lack nutrients that you get from the meat. Balance. Balance. Everything is a balancing act. If you overtip one side, you affect the other side. If you eat too much salt, you're going to pass out in the middle of the summer. If you drink too many carbonated drinks, you're going to pass out during the summer. But if you drink more water, your body all of a sudden becomes normal. Real water. Not fluorinated water. This is what they're This is what he's talking about. This is what this doctor is talking about. Conclusions. Healthy dietary patterns can include most of their energy from ultra-processed foods, still receive a high diet quality score and contain adequate amounts of most macro and micronutrients. Boy. Right. So remember USDA, the guys that go there, they leave USDA and they go sit on, on mm -hmm. the board of directors at Nabisco and PepsiCo. And so this is really, I think what this is, is positioning us, is positioning us as a society to accept that ultra processed foods are our food. It's, it's, it's really human pet food. I mean, you, you see what happens to our pets Yes. and, and everybody's fat. So we're going to still, eat, we're going to say, well, it's still okay. If it's okay, if you eat your, you know, your human dog chow or your human chow, just keep, keep doing that. Don't ask questions. And oh, by the way, here's an ozempic shot or a semaglutide shot. Well, semaglutide. You're the one with the remote. Quick. With the mouse. Mm -hmm. Quick on this one. Let's just talk about tonight. Mm -hmm. Real quick. Our dogs. Tonight. I, I what did you do? Tell everybody what you did be, and tell them why. Mm -hmm. Tell them why and, right. and explain it. So, well, we got, you know, we've had the dogs for two years, right? And when we got them, I did a whole bunch of research into the best dry dog food. And I intended to make their wet food, but I still want them to have a kibble base, especially Seamus, because he's so big. He gets so big. Um, and so I did all this research and I we settled on Victor. It was great. No problem. And then last month, all of a sudden, all Victor food got recalled. No explanation, just recalled. So I had to switch to another brand. And my second choice, which wasn't, you know, I, I, I wasn't thrilled about it and either was Seamus. And he has been, he's just been shitting liquid for almost a month. His stomach did not adjust to it. So we got all these pumpkins for Halloween. Um, and I got all these sugar pumpkins. So over the last couple of days, I have been peeling, quartering and baking pumpkins with a little ginger and some cloves. And um, I made bone meal from the turkey carcasses that we had, as well as, you know, I kept all the turkey and vegetables from when we boiled it all down. I made turkey stock. 
Um, and I made a huge pot of rice, like nine cups of rice, I think. Yeah. Mm, no, five cups of rice, which turns into nine full cups of rice. Um, and, uh, and then I had, you know, all the turkey. So I, I mixed it all together. Um, the bone meal, actually eggshells that I had crushed and baked. So that's calcium base. They're vitamins they get anyway. Uh, and a couple eggs with the pumpkin. I pureed the pumpkin after I baked it. And then I went and baked that again, basically to almost make it like their kibble. And I mix that with rice and that's their base. And then they get the turkey with eggs and vegetables as their topper. So tonight they had that for the first time, only that no kibble. And I normally give them five cups of kibble and one cup of the food that I make. And they eat the food that I make and some of the kibble, but there's always kibble left over, always. And they'll go back and munch on it, you know, in the afternoon or in the morning or whatever. I actually fed them some breakfast this morning because I've been letting their kibble levels go down. So tonight for dinner, they just had the food that I made, the rice, pumpkin, um, turkey, bone meal, and eggs. So now tell them what happened to the bowl. So uh, this is amazing. Annie, folks. Annie got five cups of food, right? She's a 75 pound setter. She got five cups of food. Seamus got seven cups of food because he's a 225 pound wolfhound. Annie ate all of her food, every little bit. And uh, Seamus ate most of his food. And then Annie went and finished his food. Now, now, normally, I would say that after seeing or hearing a diet like that, right? You'd say my dogs are fat. Oh, you'd say, oh, she's got to be a fat ass. No, she's more lean than any other dog I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Both of them are. Yep. Both of them are exactly the weight they're supposed to be. Do these dogs will probably fucking outlive us? If they don't, they don't get fat. They're solid muscle. Seamus is two hundred and twenty-five pounds of solid muscle. He would, he would run through me and he would laugh. He'd be like, that's the biggest, that's the best you got. Fuck you. Watch this. We've seen the shit. You watch what happens to your dog when you buy him the food out of the store. After they, they slowly eat. deteriorate. Yeah. You watch your dog slowly deteriorate. I watch Roger go from a very healthy puppy to being a very relaxed, relaxed dog, just chilling on the couch all the time to limping around carrying his carcass because we were feeding him shit shit that was processed uber we watch it happen to our animals and then we let it happen to us yep. what do you think they're trying to do with us all this high processed food they're trying to kill us you know the dogs sit at my feet and when i'm in the kitchen and uh especially when i'm Cutting up vegetables. Cutting up vegetables because they're waiting for the end. So I always have to cut two carrots at a time because each of them gets the top of the carrot and I keep the shavings that goes in their food. So when you do all treats. of this stuff, folks, you stop wasting shit. You stop throwing shit away. You don't waste anything. We don't. We take food out to the chickens for Christ's sake. If we have leftovers and they've gone bad or they're about to turn, mm -hmm. we take them out to the freaking chickens. Actually, the, the normal course of food in this house is I, I cook dinner and I always make an extra portion or two. And that goes with the kids for lunch the next day for school. And then whatever's left in the lunch boxes the next morning goes to the chickens. I, this is so honest. This guy is think about your dogs. Think about your animals. Think about the dogs you've lost over time. Think about what caused that. Was it really what they were doing or was it their diet? 
because 90% of the dogs that are dying today in this country die from their diet. They don't die from, cause they don't get enough of the shit they need to get. Yeah. You only get that from natural food. You don't get it from this shit. And that's what he's trying to tell you. I, I think that's the most important thing ever because everybody's had a dog. Everybody's seen a dog die. Everybody knows exactly what happens when dogs get old and it's not because of they're not getting enough exercise guaranteed. It's because of the food. A tight shot will give you to, to kind of keep you chilled out. So it's, it's really, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost sinister in a way. It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre that this isn't challenged and that shows you how captured our food industry really is. The fact that that's not challenged, the fact that uh, our health guidelines aren't set on, hey, what you should be eating is what human beings are designed to eat in nature. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is real food. I mean, I, you know, my opinion on dietary guidelines, because we have a USDA that meets every five years. And, and by the way, so the USDA diet, dietary guidelines, panel, did you see there's a physician from, from Harvard named uh, uh, Fatima Stanford, right? And she went on 60 Minutes and said, Obesity has nothing to do with diet. It has nothing to do with exercise. It's all gen disease and genetic, and there's nothing you can literally do. And and really, and she's also sponsored by Nova Nordisk, who makes Ozempic, right? And she's on there. And she's also a member of the U.S. Dietary Guidelines Panel. So 95% of the people that sit on the U.S. Dietary Guidelines Panel today for this next one where they're going to come up for 2025 guidelines all have financial ties to processed food companies. Yeah. Which, I mean, you think about it. It's just like, this is crazy. So obesity has nothing to do with diet and exercise. Are you fucking kidding me? Obesity most certainly does. Mm -hmm. It's part of the problem. We've become this corrupt culture where we worry about our, our mouses and our fucking screens and our, 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 our cell phones. Instead of going outside and doing something, building something, or being productive, we're sitting inside behind a screen listening to some moron screaming at a camera. Yeah, me. Okay, fine. Call me a moron. I don't give a shit. If that makes you feel better, then fine. But to blame it on genetics? Get the... You know, I mean, there are some people who are big-boned. Honestly. Um... I had an aunt who was literally well, like a great aunt who was pear shaped, right? She, her, her, she had the widest hips I'd ever seen. Like this woman was designed to have a child every year for like 30 years. No joke. And she had, you know, I mean, when she was younger, she had a pretty skinny waist and a, a smaller top. And then as she got older, she, she expanded. She was never fat, but she had to wear bigger clothes because she had the widest tips I'd ever seen in my entire life. Some people are built that way. She wasn't obese. Obesity, she ate real food. She exercised regularly. Obesity is not genetic. If you're eating real food, if you're taking, if you take care of yourself and at least go out and work every day, you don't, you don't have to go to a gym. If obesity was genetic, I wouldn't have lost 70 pounds when we started eating real food and I started farming, basically exercising every day. I'm just saying I work every day. I go, to the, I go out every day. I'm constantly doing physical labor. Yeah, but you were never fat, ever. I was. Well, I was. No, I was. You were never fat. You've never been fat a day in your life. 
No, I, but at one point I did weigh 205 pounds. But you weren't fat. You know, I was huge, but th that day will never come again. I wish That's I could I get it because I won't let you take steroids anymore. Well, I mean, that was part of it. I mean, had a lot to do with it. You know. I mean, I had a neck that was three times the size of my shoulders, but. It was kind of disgusting, actually. <laughs> it was fucking huge. Yeah. I was bench pressing basically a small car at two different points. Mm -hmm. Anyway, anyway, that's food, though. Folks, eat real food. It's not about us. It's not about electric culture. It's about you. And guess what? Listen. You, 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 everybody says, oh, well, you guys are just trying to sell your products. Really? Okay. Let me tell you this. We'll teach you how to make our products so we don't even have to sell them. That's did. the first point. Second point I'll say to that is if I really wanted the money, I wouldn't say shit. And I just tell you that it's all good. Why? Because eventually you're going to figure it out anyway. Eventually you're going to figure out that they've been trying to kill you since day one. Since the day, you know, since the I, day you were born? Yes. What was uh, what was the writer? Um, not Hemingway, but um, Orwell. Shakespeare. Mm. Shakespeare said in um, the play, uh, fuck, I'm trying to remember the guy's name now. Othello. Othello. He said, the day you, you're born is the day you start to die. Mm -hmm. And that was true. It was. Now we're trying to show you that there's a whole other way that... There might be a way that if we do it right, we can push this out. We can make this like Noah's time because I got a feeling Noah's diet had something to do with the reason that he lived like over a thousand years. And I got a feeling we've gotten so far away from that. We've listened to what they're talking about. Super processed foods. What is that getting you? What nutrients is that actually getting you? And who is a doctor to decide what God's already decided for you? That's a bold move. Very bold move. Just saying. Uh, all right. Does electric culture keep bugs and rodents away? I, I don't know about the rodents. We haven't had any rodents, rats, or we don't have any kind of We got big dogs, so we don't have a problem with that. Um, but I will get, we got a lot of roosters, so we don't have a problem with that. That's true, too. Um, but as far as the bugs, it attracts bugs. But it also attracts spiders that eat the nasty bugs. So my gardens, spiders are a gardener's best friend. My gardens are full of spiders, butterflies, dragonflies, bumblebees. All the shit that eats bad shit. All the good stuff. So, um, yeah. To include caterpillars and all sorts of other shit. Spiders eat caterpillars. Mm -hmm. They eat everything. Yep. They don't give a fuck. Nope. They'll kill it all. So, so they're probably the best. I had a giant banana spider in the... Uh, the Those are the sweet best. potato enclosure for a while. That was awesome. They they kill everything. Yeah. They yeah. kill mosquitoes. He they kill awesome. gnats. They kill dragonflies. Especially love the mosquitoes. There's tons of dragonflies. So that's they great also too. like the black flies too. Yep. And that's the thing that the freaking chickens love. Yeah. They never fuck with a banana spider because they kill black flies. Yep. Yep. So, anyway, you get one of those in the coop. Good good place for him. Yeah. Bring up Igor. Let's see what Igor's well, got to mm. say. What's Bob got to say? To Elon's go fuck yourself. All right. Well, real, before, real quick before we get to that, because I already have this pulled up. Um, Ariel, if you guys don't follow uh, Proletaria1, uh, Ariel on X, she's a great follow. Uh, good morning, everyone. Are we ready to start the day off? Are we all prepared for a potential blackout? Precautions should be taken regardless of outcome. Anyway, what do we have in the news wires today? Pentagon official Stephen Hovannik has been arrested for human trafficking. 
Bob Eager was sitting in the audience when Elon Musk said, go fuck yourself. Mr. NWO Henry Kissinger has passed away at 100 years old, which is a little early for those who wanted him gone later, 50 plus years ago. Did you know he was Klaus Schwab's mentor? Republicans are preparing to unleash up to 150 subpoenas on liberals and Democrats, including Jeffrey Epstein's travel logs. Iraq announced that the dollar crisis will end before 2023 is over. That got canceled, by the way. What, the subpoenas? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Okay. They over they voted that out today. I... Which is interesting because I wonder how many senators and congressmen mm -hmm. are actually on the flight logs. Research shows Trump won the 2020 election in all states tracked by voting method, if not for absentee ballots. Mm. He won the uh, in-person voting in every single state. Pretty sure he did. Uh, Elon Musk announced that he will no longer support the Democrats. He's now supporting Republicans. Iran threatens dire consequences if the U.S. and Israel do not declare a ceasefire in Gaza. Texas judge with ties to Biden, Obama, Clinton under investigation for COVID bid rigging scheme. It was reported that underground tunnels are being destroyed in Israel and Palestine. Russia's Supreme Court designates the international LGBT movement as an extremist organization and banned its activities within the country. Fucking A. Ukraine is on the verge of surrendering with 2024 elections canceled, and Zelensky advised Joe Biden to cancel the elections in the U.S. Mm -hmm. The Rothschilds want a merger of corporation, government, and AI <laughs> to save capitalism. And users on X report mass cancellation of Disney subscriptions after Elon Musk's interview. BLM leader jailed in the UK after stealing $32,000 from a children's charity. Mars, maker of M&Ms and Snickers, uses cocoa harvested by five-year-old kids in Ghana. A couple in Beijing, China, were appalled to learn that they had been drinking toilet water for six months after moving to their new apartment. And the Dutch Central Bank announced that it's prepared for a new gold standard. Mainstream media has admitted that Ukraine has lost the war. X data confirmed that Media Matters manipulated the algorithm to show false revolts, revolt, the results on the platform. So we have a lot of moving parts. We are in a very tumultuous period where things are escalating exponentially in all areas of concern. We know the cabal wants to cause as much chaos as possible leading up to the elections. But as Donald Trump said, we do not have another year on the path we are on. That is very true. Again, if you don't follow Ariel on X, it's a, it's a great, great follow. So there you go. Great little synopsis of the that shit is. that you don't hear on the mainstream media. That's a lot of shit there. It really is. Especially that X data confirmed that the algorithm was used to overthrow what we were saying, mm -hmm. which destroys our First Amendment right. Just so you're aware, you have the right to free speech. You have the right, if you're an American, to say what the fuck you want, when the fuck you want to say it. It's not about who, what, when, where, why. No, no, no. It's about you get the chance to say whatever the fuck you want to say whenever the fuck you want to say it. So here's what Igor had to say to uh, Musk. I hope he's I mentioned X, and we're going to see Elon Musk in a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, you stopped advertising on X. We did. Tell us about that decision. Um... I, you know, I have a lot of respect for Elon and what he's accomplished, and not just, you know, one business, but a few businesses. And we know Elon is larger than life in, in many respects, and that his name is very much tied to the companies he either has founded or he owns, whether it's Tesla, of, you know, or, or SpaceX, mm -hmm. SpaceX, 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 or now X. Mm -hmm. And by him taking the position that he took, 
in quite a public manner. Um, we just felt that the association with that position and, and Elon Musk and X was not necessarily a positive one for us, and we decided we would pull our advertising. And you- we are allowing, we are, we, we are now allowing entities at the company to use X as a platform to communicate. ABC News is a good example of that. ESPN, another. We use it. But for you anticipate own. this is uh, forever. I haven't. Uh, I haven't readdressed it since the decision was made. Do you find it a good advertising platform? Um, we reach people on a lot of social media platforms. It's become fairly, in general, social media has become an effective way for us to communicate, whether it's marketing message or otherwise. Uh, specifically, I don't want to be specific about X itself. Why, why don't you want to be specific about X itself? Oh, because they make you a lot of money. Well, they did, but now they're about to lose a lot of money. And I'm pretty sure that because um, Elon's going to just take them off the, the scale. Because so. he did come on before Elon. And he here, did. Uh, if you missed the beginning of the show, here was Elon's response. There's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. They stop. You don't want them to advertise? No. If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. I hey, love Bob. that he said, hey, Bob, at the end. <laughs> As if Bob was sitting out there. He was. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hey, you know what? Might as well be the staple for everything that we believe in. I mean, go fuck yourself. At this point, that should be our call, uh, our, our battle cry. Yep. Go fuck yourself. It when was, they go, when they was, ask, fuck Joe Biden. Now it's just go fuck yourself. Why are you attacking us? Go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Why are you coming? Go fuck yourself. This isn't about any. He's so right. He finally gets it. You're again. This guy's a journalist. You're talking to the richest man in the world right now. And you mean to tell me, well, the advertising's got to hurt X. No, dude, I've got money for days, bro. I'm like Trump. I've got this shit sealed. I can keep this going. That's where they don't get it. They still don't get the fact he's got the money. He's got the capital to continue to make X run even after these ass clowns pull out. And the problem is, is us, you and I. Why? Because we'll keep X going. Why? Because we're always on there. We're going to look at the news. We're going to look at who said what. Because you know what you don't get your news from anymore? The news. These fucksticks. Although, this yesterday was a, a great day. It will go down in history as... A good day. A good day. A good day. That's the reason I started out. It's a good day. Because this man is burning in hell. Fox News alert, Dr. Henry Kissinger has died today at his home in Connecticut at the age of 100. Kissinger played a major role in American foreign policy across several decades. He was Nixon's national security advisor, then Secretary of State under Presidents Nixon and Ford. Played a central role in reopening America to China, negotiating the end of the Yom Kippur War in the Middle East, and helping to bring America's role in the Vietnam War to a close. He's survived by his wife of 50 years, two children, and five grandchildren. Fox News alert, Dr. Henry.
other than I'm going to say I don't give a shit about Henry Kissinger. One of the things I will say about Henry Kissinger is me and him had an agreement. We actually did. We had one agreement. Mm. That one agreement was that we both agreed that we needed to stay the fuck out of Israel. He he agreed with that. He was one of the big ones who was behind the Yom Kippur War, but he was not the one that said we needed. He only got involved because we got involved. That's it. He said we needed to stay the fuck out of there. It's the only thing me and Henry Kissinger ever agreed on. And so one thing he was all about, I had no idea he lived in Connecticut. Do you know he lived in Connecticut? Mm-hmm. Where in Connecticut? Um, Either Greenwich or Westport. Okay. Because I was about to say, I had no idea yeah. that motherfucker lived in Connecticut. Yeah, Greenwich or Westport. Because I would have eliminated that a long time ago had I known that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, moving right along. Um, the Palestinians are... They're they're pro, they they shut down. I don't know if you all saw this last night because most of you probably didn't watch it. But during the NBC lighting of the Rockefeller Center tree last night, uh, Palestinian protesters shut down the the tree lighting. Yeah, yeah, this happened. This is this is kind of funny though because this guy's out there going, "Hey, if you don't like America, just leave." You're in America right now. You know that, right? You hate America, but you stay here and you live here. Why? You're not Why don't you go to Iraq? Why don't you go to Iraq? Why are you pulling that? Why are you pulling that? No. They hate America. They hate them. They hate them. Deport them. Deport this. Look at this piece of shit. Hey, I got a question for you all. What does it look like the police are removing there? Does it look like the police are protecting this guy or are they removing the American flag and him? Yeah, definitely removing the American flag. That's exactly what they did. So what what we just saw here was New York City police, they support Palestine. They also support the right for Palestinian protesters to march in the streets of New York. Uh, They also support the wholesale slaughter of Jews. So I don't understand how there weren't more Jews in New York because the Jewish population in New York City is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there you go. Just it. wondering. Here's the tree lighting. And that was going on during the tree lighting. So if you watched it, uh, NBC was selective to their coverage of it. And um, they were very selective to the front of the tree, not so much the back of the tree. However, you could hear the chants over the crowd, even in the front of the tree, which was quite comical because NBC got shotted down on their own stage, which I thought was interesting. Where is that other one go? It was awesome. Oh, where you put that one? Um, there it is oh and by the way if you're wondering about how it's going in Washington D.C. for the tree lighting check this out because it ain't going swimmingly because it ain't good 
They tried to hang the tree the other day. Didn't work out so well for them. Well, apparently the wind knocked it over and they were sure if, if it could be salvaged. They got a crane got behind it. No, no, no. This was before it even got there. That's in D.C. What are yeah. you talking I know exactly where that is. That's where they put the tree every year yep. and it blew over. Yep. They fucked the tree up. Yep. I think that's hysterical. Yep. They completely they destroyed the tree. Yeah, it, it blew over in the wind apparently in D.C. Yeah, because they've never put up the national Christmas tree before. Nope. Well, Apparently this, not. But this is what happened. DEI hires. DEI hires. Every single one is a That's DEI exactly hire. They've never right. ever done anything else. Yep. Actually, that uh, last one you were on, that that's not a bad one to go to. By the way, this is how the White House is now reacting to tough questions. And, and that's not the first time. She's done this before. In fact, I was like, um, are you sure this is a new clip? Because this is we've heard her do this before. No, this was as of today. today. This is brand new. So this is how they're they're continuing the same protocol that they had before. It's Kirby's second on a lemon. Look at him. I got you a follow up on Angola. It is so surprising um, that you don't so, think if you are receiving an African leader, you can't take a question from an African okay, journalist. Okay, we, we can. We can end this. Can sorry, I, I have one other question. Basically, um, John, since Marco Rubio is not about ending the trip, I want to ask an African question because I have seen an African. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. All right, we. Can end this briefing if it's not gonna be respectful here, Chris. That's what I'm saying. You are receiving okay. an African okay. leader, and you don't take questions. Thanks, everybody. Uh, question about gas prices. No, thanks, everybody. Right. What you just saw here, there was an African reporter. He uh, has been in the White House for over 12 years now, and it's not Simon Abada, okay. which he was the last one that she did this to. He. Um, He's been in the White House for over 12 years now reporting for the country of Africa. And uh, so far, this administration is taking absolutely no questions from anybody outside the U.S. Mm -hmm. He got pissed off and started mouthing off to Kareem Jean-Pierre saying, why won't you take any of my questions? Because he wants to ask some real questions. She wouldn't answer his questions. So she went out there and scolded everybody and said, look, if we're not going to be respectful, I can end this. It sounded like my mom. My mom used to say that every fucking day. Uh -huh. I can end this right now. She actually, she used to say, I can end you right now. Well, but, that too. You know, but I mean, who? if you were a kid in the 80s growing up, I'm sorry, your life was threatened more than once. Um, I, I can't even tell you how many times I heard... I brought you into this world and I, I can take, take you, you out, out of it. it. Exactly. That's what it sounded like. What? Uh, Who does that during a press conference? What are you crying for? I'll give you something to cry about. That, that, that's another one. Holy shit. I heard that one more than anybody else has ever heard. Mm -hmm. I've heard, I'll fucking kill you. Mm -hmm. Okay, dad. Gotcha. Not a problem. Mm -hmm. Don't want to die. The, the object here is don't get dead. Not getting dead. That's literally how we grew up. That was our primary goal every single day. Don't get dead. That was like the number one rule in our entire world. Don't get dead. Dad's going to kill you. Anything else. If you get dead, mom's going to fucking kill you. Tell me Don't something. Don't get dead. How has that changed? Our child, he drives my truck. What did you tell him? Don't get dead. 
<laughs> don't get dead and don't kill a chuck. Your dad's gonna fucking kill you. <sighs> oh, just throwing it out there, folks. Look, last night I said that I had a clip about um, Big Mike Johnson mm -hmm. talking about uh, Biden, but I couldn't find it. We couldn't find it last night. Found I it. Play it. I found it today. I sent it to Lynn. I want to play this because I want you all to hear this because this is some damning shit. And there's more that came out today to where they found $115 million that Biden was paid. This is even worse. Remember the total. What was the total again, babe? 63 million. No, 620 million. Oh, okay. 620 million was the original number I told you. So far, we're sitting at 284 million, roughly. That's a rough estimate. I'm just doing the math from all the senators. Yes, Mikey boy. If you fall off that wall and break your leg, don't come running to me. <laughs> hey, you're going to school tomorrow unless you got a bone sticking under your skin or you're bleeding severely. You're going to school tomorrow. <laughs> How many of you were told that? Oh, yeah. I was told that on a daily basis. Um, and I tried to make a bone sticking on my skin all the time. And I couldn't do dude, it. Okay. Seriously. One time I fell off my horse and my mom, like I was, I was actually at a competition and I was practicing before my class and it was right next to a road and this big Chuck came down the road and my horse shied and it was like, a, it was an 18 inch cross rail. It was nothing. And I just lost my balance and I fell off and I dislocated my elbow and my arm is like dangling in this weird position. And my mom fell off the fence laughing at me. She fucking fell off the fence laughing at me. And I was like, do we need to call you an ambulance too? Did you break your hip or something, bitch? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, <laughs> it just off the rails completely. You're so fun. It's so fun, though. I just have a bullet points here. From 2014 to 2019, Biden family members and their affiliated companies received over $15 million from foreign companies and foreign nationals. These are all facts. That's a stubborn thing. That included Ukraine, Russia, Kazakhstan, Romania, and China. Biden Business Associates received an additional nine million. The, the, the chairman here have uncovered a lot of facts. President Biden has, of course, lied at least 16 times about his involvement in his family's business schemes. There are at least 22 examples of Joe Biden speaking with or meeting with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. The Oversight Committee recently released two checks. You see the graphics up here today. Uh, these checks are to Joe Biden. One is for $40,000 from China and another is for 200,000 from a now bankrupt healthcare company that his brother James Biden apparently swindled. Listen, this op, this um, this investigation has to continue. I just got a bullet points here from 20 So you you take that information for what you want to do with it. But I just provided it to you. This is no bullshit. 620 million is the total dollar amount. When they hit 620 million, let me tell you something. I know that we're good. It, it's that much money. That's that's how much money this family has raked in from all the shit they've been doing. 620 million. That's it's a lot of fucking money. Tell me something. Mm -hmm. Leo, 
What could you do with $620 million? Texas Trout, PN, anybody, anybody out there, what could you do with $620 million? Shit, I'll tell you what I could do. I'd have more guns than most people in the world would even think about having, just because I'd want them. Okay, so I was... And we'd have a great farm. The the meeting that I had today with the uh, the plant search guys, one of them is from Singapore, but now he lives in Romania, and the other one's in the UK. And um, you know, we, you know, we were all over the place in our conversation. Saturday is going to be a lot of fun. But I was telling them about the gator in the pond, and I was like, I I don't go on my property unarmed. And they were like, Wait, you can you can do that? I was like, Oh yeah! So I started pulling out the guns. <laughs> So first I pulled the one out of my bag and I was like, I, I basically keep this one with me all the time. And I pulled this one and I was like, see, we got another one right here on the desk. And then I pulled the one off the wall and I like these guys, they're like, okay, your cool level just went up a whole bunch of notches. <laughs> it was hysterical. I'm just, I'm just saying these people have been swindling us for years. They really have. They've been lying to us for years. Our parents fell asleep. It's on us. It's our responsibility now to pick up the torch and carry it forward. It's our responsibility to pick up the tricolor hat, put it on their heads and say, no, we're patriots. It, they didn't just. It wasn't just that they fell asleep. It's that they got so wrapped up in keeping up with the Joneses and chasing the ever loving dollar and, you know, having the, the nicest car and being the first one on the block to get a car phone or a microwave or cable TV or whatever it was. Think about this. My dad still asks me, he argues with me, he goes, dude, because he knows what I've been training. He knows what I've done. He said, dude, you could do so much more. You could go out there. You don't have to install garage doors. You could go out there and work for the. I said, why would I want to do that? He said, why wouldn't you? You get a lot of money. I said, dad, tell me something. Why didn't you go work for the CIA when they came to recruit you? Because I was a kid when my, my dad was recruited by the CIA. Uh, he was a one star at the time. They wanted him to come over and work. I don't know what, but they came and picked him up in a limo. And he was about, he was back in about 25 minutes. I remember it. I still remember it to this day. Cause you know what he told them? He told them the fuck Go off. Go fuck yourself. Yes. He said, I don't want to have anything to do with uncle Sam after my career is done. I don't want to, you guys are so fucked up. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And he walked away. Why is that? And I asked him, I said, dad, I said, if you told him to walk away, what made you think that I was going to continue in your footsteps? When I figured out how fucked up they were, what made you think for one second that I would stick around and say, yeah, I'll just keep doing the same thing. Just saying, yeah, I'll press the no button just because you told me to. Because eventually what happened was initially in Afghanistan and Iraq, we were fighting the right people. We were fighting the bad guys. About three quarters of the way through Afghanistan and Iraq, it shifted. And everybody felt it. Why? How do you say that, Mick? Because then they, you were no, just no, fighting no, civilians, defending their homes. Stop. There were a lot more Americans that were dying. Why were the Americans dying? 
Well, the Americans were dying because you had civilians that were what? Defending their homes. And what happens when you fight somebody who's just defending their home? I mean, they you have nothing lose. to lose. You lose every time mm -hmm. because you're fighting against somebody who has nothing to lose. Yep. They can lose their life and that'll be fine by them. They're fighting but for their home, their culture, their livelihood, their way of life. They're fighting for everything they know and love. So why did all the deaths start picking up in Afghanistan after like the initial part of the war? The initial part of the war, we were really good. We didn't lose a lot of people. It wasn't until after that. Because the regular people started fighting back. And that's what happened. And that's what happens when regular people start fighting back against a superior force. Regular people can do a lot more damage than fucking any organized militia in the world. Trust me. How do I know that? We showed it here in 1776 when we fought the fucking English. Why do you think they've been training some of these special squads in urban fighting? Well, we've always been training that in America. We've always been training that. Yeah, we, but we used to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. I used to assault Dallas as a normal fucking day. We go down to Dallas for two weeks, hang out, drink beer, and fucking shoot a bunch of shit. Because that was the plan. We've done that forever. But now the question is, they haven't done that in years. You know, the last operation, big oper so special operation that actually happened in this country was under Trump. They haven't had one under Biden. Not one. Of course not. Hey. You want to get hot? We got to drop pilled too. Oh, yes, we do. So pilled till tomorrow, 8 a.m. for the good book and for the rest of us. We'll see you back here at 545, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Go for it. Adios. Okay. For the rest of you fuckers, you know what time it is. Yep. It's that time because it was a good day. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's that time. Anyway, my bad. Here you go. It's that time. Smoke it up if you got it. If it's legal for you, where's the lighter in the... It's over there. Lighter in the wick. If it's legal for you, smoke it up. You know what time it is. J-Man. Take a hit from the ball. Well, that's that's my point, Ginger. That is exactly my point. I uh, I got to that point. And I saw where that money was coming from, and I said, you know what? Fuck that shit. I ain't doing that no more. Where the fuck's he at now? <laughs> I told him to go to Publix on his way home to get me butter, and he said, good, I need shampoo, too. It's about time he starts running his own goddamn errands <laughs> in his car. In my car. Tell me fucks are with our you, money. He was if, sending me pictures of prices saying I need more money for this. <laughs> oh, he's just realizing that shit really sucks. Dude, a fucking bottle of shampoo is nine dollars and forty nine cents. Dude, he's just realizing how bad life sucks right yeah, now. Yeah, he really is. He's like, holy shit, everything's so expensive. Yeah, dude. It is. I, I told him that. I, I've told him that I don't know how many times. Didn't used to be. Nope. 
Holy shit, we got a bunch of new people in here. I got to make a bunch of mods here. Not necessarily. Well, some of them first time, but mm -hmm. some of them have been here before. I've seen them before. I just got to... Mm -hmm. Got a lot of new people. Hold off on the new mods. Boom for all of you new folks. Welcome. Love to see new people in the mm -hmm. chat. I think it's hysterical though. He 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 just like he was like, hey dad, did you see how much the price of gas is? I said, yeah. I said, when are you filling my truck up? You've been driving it around a lot. Oh, I'm not doing that yet, Dad. I said, the fuck you're not. You're driving my truck. You're filling it up. Talk to your mom because she'll tell you. She ain't going to give you any relief on that. Although I have a feeling he's going to get a lot of gas cards from the family for uh, his birthday and Christmas. Because <laughs> everybody just figured out what he needs. <laughs> that in clothes. God bless that. Because he's so fucking tall. Yeah, I mean, if he wasn't 12 foot 6. I mean, he was standing taller than some of the posts we were putting in the ground today. Uh -huh. It's crazy. Yeah. Because he's 6 foot 2. It's like, God damn. Get short. Quick. Anyway. What's next? Okay. Because you got to get rid of that one. You already played that one. Like I know. Twice. I was going to play it again nope. just for fun. Nope. But hey. Nope. That Because uh, in response, what your dad told the CIA. We're done. I know. But it was what your dad told the CIA. I know. Fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, since we were speaking on, this is what I wanted next. All the f yeah, we're staying with foods. Yes, I, well, I agree. not exactly. This well, is no, joints, I know, but okay. I know, but it's still public health crisis. It's still yeah, sort of. It's, it's still kind of applies, but not really Senator because Kennedy guns are funny as fuck. Really, guns. But thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman, Dr. Rainey. Um, welcome. First, uh, you you are an ER doc. Is that right? Okay. Correct. And. Um, understand you've been on television a lot? A fair amount. Yes, um, and I understand you, you built a, uh, a home television studio, is that right? That's a bit of an exaggeration. I had a laptop on a, uh, on a stool. <laughs> you, your husband didn't build you a home studio? He did not build me a home studio, no. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. Why do you think that Chicago has become America's largest outdoor shooting range? Do you think it's because of Chicago citizens uh, who have no criminal record, but, but who have a, a, awfully a gun in their home for protection or perhaps for hunting? Or do you think it's because of a finite group of criminals who have rap sheets as long as King Kong's arm? So Mississippi, Louisiana, and Missouri actually have higher firearm death rates. Um, obviously, there's certain... What about Chicago? 
So I don't live in Chicago. It's not my primary area of research. You don't have an opinion on that? I think there's easy access to firearms compared with, combined with environmental conditions, uh, lack of great education. There have actually been studies showing that when you green vacant lots and repair abandoned buildings in urban neighborhoods, you see decreases in gunshots, in violence, as well as in stress and depression in the neighborhoods around them. No disrespect, Doc, but that sounds a lot like word salad to me. Let me ask you this. Um, in, in September of um, this year, our New Mexico governor issued a public health emergency order, and, and she, she suspended the right to bear arms in Albuquerque and the surrounding county. Do you support that? I do not. What I do support is the work that New Mexico yeah, has but done. Do you with... support that? No. You don't? Okay. Um, let's see. During his first two years as uh, the DA in Philadelphia, District Attorney Krasner, Krasner and Loster dropped 47% of all the illegal firearms cases in the city. Do you agree with that? I'm not a lawyer. I'm a physician and a public health professional. I can say that New Mexico has done amazing work in trying to address the about, suicide and partner I'm violence. I'm asking about Philadelphia. I don't the, have the an DA opinion. The DA dropped 47% of all the illegal firearms cases. Did he do the right thing there? I don't have an opinion. However, I will say that just as with fentanyl, the spread right. of illicit substances. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm that's okay. out of time. Understood. The, the L.A. District Attorney, uh, George Gasson, Gasson, said that he would not prosecute any uh, sentencing enhancements for guns or gun gang-related activity. Do you, do you think he did the right thing? Again, I am neither a lawyer nor a prosecutor. You don't have an opinion on that? I, I honestly don't know enough about it to have an opinion. You, you don't think gangs should be uh, prosecuted for having gu illegal guns? I'm neither a lawyer nor a prosecutor, and I don't. That's not my area of research. But yet, you want to take guns away? I've never said from, that I want to from, take from guns from away. Law-abiding citizens. Mm. I, I think that you are saying something that I've not said in my written or oral testimony, sir. Okay. Um, you, you equated gun deaths to heart disease in your opening statement. Yes, sir. Which is a greater public health problem? Gun deaths or heart disease? So heart disease does kill more folks across the United States, largely in the about end of their life. About 700,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gun deaths, about 50,000? Correct. Do you, do you support outlawing fried foods? I, I'm sorry. How does that relate to... Because fried foods contribute to heart disease, don't they? Again, I have not written or said that I support sure outlawing... You're a physician, right? I am. Have I said that I support outlawing anything in my testimony today? Okay. Um, let me ask one more question. I'm sorry, I cannot see that far, doctor, on the very end. Cozy Gay, thank you. Yes, sir. You, you said, I wrote it down, you said that no one should be judged by the worst thing they have done in their lives. Correct. If one of these young doctors sitting behind you God forbid, walks out on the streets of Washington, D.C. and is raped or sodomized, you don't think the rapist should be judged? 
I don't think it should be terminal. It shouldn't be for the rest of their lives. You think we should forgive them and not give them any punishment? I believe in you forgiveness. You think nobody's responsible for their actions? I believe in responsibility. I believe in forgiveness. Thank you, Mr. Wow. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Senator Kennedy. Senator Butler. Boom. They just keep shooting. Every day, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Think about this really quick, folks. I said this to you, too. And maybe some of you weren't here for it, but I said this. And you can go back and watch replays. What did I tell you was the number one reason why most of the people were getting back behind Trump again? Number one reason. Hmm. What was the number one reason? Because hmm. the more and more you make Donald Trump like one of us, the more and more you keep hauling Donald Trump off into court and indicting his ass for crime after crime, the more and more he looks like one of us. What did they come out with today? <laughs> This is an Axios article. This is awesome. It's the indictment, stupid. A week out from the next Rep Republican presidential debate, the contest remains where it's been for months. Sure, a few of these pieces have shifted, most significantly Nikki Haley challenging Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for a foothold in second place. But the big picture is that Donald Trump is about 50 points ahead of everyone in national polling. Who's going to win the next election? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump if does, we have an election, unless Zelensky if, convinces Biden to cancel them. If Donald Trump does not win, is that is is that now bad enough for the rest of you? It's been bad enough for me. Is it bad enough for you all? I'm already here. If you guys are waiting on me, don't wait on me. I'm already good to go. I will meet you tonight if you said it. I am dead serious. But is it bad enough for you? Because what I'm tired of is I'm tired of waiting on other people that I know are never going to vote differently than they've ever voted their whole entire lives because they're just as retarded as somebody else that I work with that keeps saying, well, it's not happening here. Just because it's not happening here doesn't mean it won't. And when you don't do anything about it, you're inviting it to come here. And my issue with all of this is that, folks, I'm there. I can rally a lot of the military. Trust me. Anybody that hears me speak is going to say, yeah, that motherfucker knows what he's talking about. Let's go. Shit. We got to go because they know what I'm going to call on. I'm not calling on for me. I'm calling on for what we went to war for in the first place. The reason my friends died. The reason I watch so many caskets come home. The reason I put so many people in the ground. That's what I want to know. Why did we do that? Why did my father serve for 38 years fucking in every position you can imagine? <clears throat> and he has as many purple hearts as I do. 
So before you start questioning whether he ever served in a war, oh yeah, the motherfucker fought in Vietnam for four fucking years. So yeah, I got some stake in this, but is it bad enough for you all yet? It's not about me. It's been about me that I'm I'm done, I'm good. You guys say let's go, I'm jumping. But it can't understand I've seen war. Understand I've seen battle. I've seen what another man can do to another man. I have done that to several other men. Hence the reason Dr. Dick Punch. It didn't come without some nightmares and some shit I've done that is questionable that I can even say, yeah, that might not have been the exact right thing to do there. You're thinking too small. But I ask you this. I've seen that. You all haven't. You don't know the absolute inhumanity that takes place on the battlefield. This is not a war that is going to take place in a far off distant land, 3,000 miles away from us. No, this is going to take place right here, less than 150 miles away from you. This is going to take place right here across this country, backwards and forwards. And if you think what I'm saying is wrong, think about the January 6th prisoners they still hold today in, in captivity. Have not seen the light of day without any judicial. We haven't seen a single court proceeding against one of the people that have been locked up since January 6th. Why? Because the government yeah, doesn't. Plenty of them have gone through court. Pianon was just on land well, no, show no, today. But he wasn't. It wasn't. He, was he he got arrested on he was part of the guys that have been arrested ever since January 6th mm. that are still in the gulags those are no, the ones I'm the talking ones. about no that, and most of them the have, ones they've gone through court they've gone through plenty of those have gone through court proceedings and their asses are still in jail most of them pled it pled out and they're or pled in rather and they're still in jail um some of them uh, I know Joey McBride got a couple of them off because they did delay the trial so long. And he, uh, I mean, cause time has got to be now at the point mm -hmm. where they're, they're crespaying a time. Like yeah, yeah, no, you they're, can't they're hold past that. somebody. He, he started pulling that like two, three months ago when he got a couple of them off on that. That's good because mm -hmm. I mean, but still they're still holding political prisoners. Yep. If you're worried about January 6th, folks, we didn't think about it this way. We did not go to January 6th armed. If we went to January 6th armed, We'd we would still, still control of the house right fucking now. Nobody would have gotten it back from us. But instead, they are just using it, you know, using the government against us literally the weaponization of the government and you know what they're holding hearings about it look jim jordan is gonna have a new committee well he did drop like 30 something subpoenas this morning well good so for him this is pretty epic we appreciate the enthusiasm the uh, we will now begin uh today's hearing with opening statements Start with the chair. One of the most egregious forms of the weaponization that this subcommittee has worked to expose is the coercion of social media companies by the federal government. 
And we wouldn't know anything that we know today. We wouldn't have learned and had the reports we've had without the work of Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, Barry Weiss, and other journalists who wrote the Twitter files and first exposed the, uh, these efforts. Their important work was first made possible because of Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and his commitment to free speech. The path for getting this information, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> the path for getting this information out has not been easy. Finding the truth never is. Instead, we were obstructed at almost every turn, and many of the people who sought to help us expose the censorship industrial complex, as Mr. Taibbi and Mr. Schellenberger have, I think, appropriately labeled it, have been targeted. On December 10th of, of 2022, after the first Twitter files came out, Mr. Musk tweeted that Twitter is, quote, that Twitter is both a social media company and a crime scene. Three days later, three days later, the Federal Trade Commission sent Elon Musk a letter demanding to know the identity of the Twitter files authors and inundated the company with harassing requests for information. Literally three days after, name four journalists by name. And while Twitter put this information out voluntarily, the other platforms were not as forthcoming. Instead, we had to subpoena them in February of this year, fought with them for months, had to threaten contempt before getting substantive information about government's efforts to censor the American people. And when we first had Mr. Taibbi and Mr. Schellenberger testify back in March, an IRS agent showed up at Matt Taibbi's door. I mean, think about this. I, I've told this story numerous times, and there's not one person I've told this story to, not one group I've spoken to, where I say, while they are testifying, while Mr. Taibbi is testifying in front of the committee about the weaponization of government, the IRS was actually at that very moment knocking on his door. There's not one person who thinks that was just chance. That just happened to, you know, it was all a coincidence. Not one person, everyone understands that to be the intimidation from our federal government. Now, the good news is this led to a sweeping investigation of the IRS's home visits. And the best news is the IRS has said they will no longer be making unannounced visits to American citizens' homes. It's interesting that the commissioner actually said, the commissioner actually said, we are doing this to protect for the security of our agents. Baloney, they're doing it because we caught them. And we made an issue of it. And the American people understand that that is wrong. This subcommittee's work has also included putting out reports showing how CISA went from a cybersecurity agency into the disinformation police and how the FBI coordinated with a compromised Ukrainian intelligence agency, that actually happened, to censor Americans. We were also able to expose how the other platforms were pressured to change their behavior. Documents we obtained from Facebook show that the company felt threatened by the White House directly and changed its behavior for fear of retribution. And just this morning, we released information showing the same thing happened with YouTube. While we have more information forthcoming, it's impossible to get a full accounting of the government's censorship efforts when the government actors involved will not participate with our constitutional duty to do oversight. That's why today we are serving subpoenas to former White House employees Rob Flaherty and Andy Slavitt, who have so far refused to sit for interviews despite being directly implicated in emails between the White House and tech companies. I think we might have brought this out in the, in the previous hearing with um, some of our witnesses today. But never forget, the third day of the Biden administration, I think it was maybe in like 36 hours into it, Andy Slavitt sends an email from the White House to Twitter saying, take down this tweet ASAP. 
And of course, the irony was the tweet was about, the tweet was from this administration's Democrat primary opponent, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And there was nothing in the tweet that was false. And yet the White House, day three, the Biden administration is trying to take that down. So we've sent subpoenas to those two individuals and hope that we will have them in front of our committee real soon. I wanna thank our witnesses for appearing before us today and helping us to continue our work in exposing government censorship, in exposing what two of our witnesses have called, as I said earlier, the censorship industrial complex, this marriage of big government, big tech, and as we found out with some of our work, big academia involved in attacking American citizens' First Amendment liberties. We appreciate you all being here. We will introduce you here in a, in a, in a, in a few minutes, but I now yield to the ranking member for an opening statement. Um, so tell me, is it bad enough for you yet? I got to ask the question because every everything that you, you can say whatever you want about Jim Jordan, everything he dropped there was fact. Good luck arguing that. I, I give it to that. Uh, was it Kinziger? Is the, the guy comes up after him? The he's always a sub chair, whatever the Democrat minority leader. Mm. Yeah, I think it's Adam Kinzinger or whatever his name is. No, he is a Republican. Okay, who's the minority? The uh, hacking Jeff. No, the other dude, the the fucking cancer dude, cancer guy, Jamie the, Raskin. Jamie Raskin. Mm -hmm. I guarantee Jamie Raskin. I mean, I mean that's like a mic drop. You walk off the stage at that point. Go ahead. Sure, well, say what I said was bullshit. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, Jamie Raskin. Good luck with that, buddy. Let's see what I. Schellenberger had to say. He actually yelled at him. I was actually impressed with what he had to say. Nine months ago, I testified and provided evidence to the subcommittee about the existence of a censorship industrial complex, a network of government agencies, including the Department of Homeland Security, government contractors, and big tech media platforms that conspired to censor ordinary Americans and elected officials alike for holding disfavored views. I regret to inform the subcommittee today that the scope, power, and lawbreaking of the censorship industrial complex are even worse than we had realized back in March. Two days ago, my colleagues and I published the first batch of internal files from the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, which show US and UK military contractors working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics developed abroad against the American people. Many insist that all that we identified in the Twitter files, the Facebook files, and the CTI files were legal activities by social media platforms to take. Okay, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Go back 10 seconds, please play that again because I'm about to drop some bombs here because I can't wait to hear this. That all that we identified in the Twitter files, the Facebook files, and the CTI files were legal activities by social media platforms to take down content that violated the terms of service. No, 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 go back a little bit further. Well, that was a little bit seconds. further, I'm you sorry, wanted... go a little bit further. Working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psych- You wanted nope. a little bit further back than that. No, uh, yeah, just a little bit, yep. The Cyber Threat Intelligence League. Yep, keep going, keep going. Show keep going. US and UK military contractors working in 2019 and 2020 both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics developed abroad against the American people. Pause right there. <laughs> There's no way. 
no fucking way. Hey, that's the new vet I just met over on uh, on uh, uh, Pilled. I, I'm sorry, I forgot your name already. Lord but Tay. what's that? Lord Tay. Lord Tay. Come on, guys. Where's the last time we saw this? Stop. Stop. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what we did in Iraq and Afghanistan to both their internet networks and what we did to their cell phone signals. You know exactly what the fuck we did to them. Where did we practice this at? Oh, Iraq and Afghanistan. Where do we master it at? Iraq and Afghanistan. We thought we were really good at our jobs. Why do you think Atlanta's internet went down the other day? Folks, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's a direct correlation, but that's exactly the same thing the UK was doing with us side by side. That's exactly what he's talking about. Folks, we did this. We practiced it. We put it into practice. We used it. And then we put it at, against a certain specific group of people. Why? Because we were trying to draw out one bad guy. We knew how to push buttons. Now they're trying to draw out all of us. 81 million. Just saying, this is some scary shit, folks. I swear to God, I've seen this shit before. This isn't the first time. And there's not a vet in here that would argue with me about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Many insist that all that we identified in the Twitter files, the Facebook files, and the CTI files were legal activities by social media platforms to take down content that violated the terms of service. Facebook X, formerly Twitter, and other big tech companies are privately owned, people point out, and free to censor content. And government officials are free to point out wrong information, they argue. But the First Amendment prohibits the government from abridging freedom of speech. The Supreme Court has ruled that the government may not induce, encourage, or promote private persons to accomplish what is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish, and there's now a large body of evidence proving that the government did precisely that. What's more, the whistleblower who delivered the CTIL files to us says that its leader, a quote-unquote former British intelligence analyst, was quote-unquote in the room at the Obama White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter-disinformation project to quote, stop a repeat of 2016. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity, and Information Security Agency, CISA, has been at the center, been the center of gravity for much of the censorship, with the National Science Foundation financing the development of censorship and disinformation tools and other federal government agencies playing a supportive role. Okay, I'm sorry, I got to. CISA, let me start with CISA. Let me tell you with my interaction with fucking CISA, all right? Because I was on the ground in Iraq for uh, about a this was right before I retired. So I was probably there for maybe four weeks. So we kind of flew in. It was something that was erupting and they were afraid it was going to go south real quick, fast and in a hurry. And they were afraid that they were going to have to evacuate a bunch of Americans quick, fast and in a hurry. So they called us in. We were there. Uh, we kind of sat around for a month, didn't do anything but pull our dicks. Ran into CISA though while I was there. This is really interesting. And being my the intelligence guy for my guys, um, he obviously wanted to talk to me because he thought he was going to get some information out of this bearded fuck. And I, and I looked just like this at that time. Swear to God, no bullshit. Um, he came into my office. He's like, hey, uh, uh, 
this is a guy, he was, he was there and he started asking me a bunch of questions and I immediately stopped him. And I was like, who are you? And he's just like, what well, I'm so, so-and-so and I'm from this agency. I said, okay, well, like, do you have some, like some documentation or something that we should even be having this conversation because me and you don't exist on the same realm, bro. And I'm a real sketchy motherfucker to be around, first of all, because I don't like people, period. And uh, when I get around somebody that's really fucking nerdy, I really get the heebie-jeebies. Long story short, this guy goes into this whole thing about they were talking about controlling the Iraqi election. And I didn't think about it till right fucking now, till he brought up the fact that CISA was involved, the primary agency in this disinformation network. And I remember this guy talking about deleting posts off of internet chat boards concerning the p person we don't want elected to controlling the national media. And somebody, oh, I think it was you, Cisco. You said, man, what a great fucking place to run a beta test. Folks, and especially you vets, you might feel really swindled and cheated right now because I do. Because I just thought I was good at my job. You were. And you we were so good. We turned on the American people. We were so good at our jobs that now the chickens are coming home to roost, so to speak. And it's going to be laid at our feet. Why? Because we're going to be the generation blamed for it. We were the ones that ran the beta test. We were the ones that controlled a population in two different countries merely by the internet. And all you psyops motherfuckers out there know exactly know what you know exactly what I'm talking about because you were part of it. And now this shit's coming back on us. And now we're watching it happen to us. And we're sitting idly by. Why? What are you waiting on? Guys, we all stood up for this country before. Why not now? Look, I don't want revolution because I know what war brings. But I also know there's no way to unmold this festering wart that has been sitting under our skin for the last fucking 200 and fucking 40 some odd years of our country's existence that we just need to lance this bitch. We need to make this bitch bleed and just kill it out. Trust me, there are way more of us than there are of them. We all appreciate freedom. We don't appreciate our neighbors telling us, oh, you got some ugly wood in your yard. I don't like it. It's not safe for the kids. Fuck you, Karen. Who are you to tell me how I live? What are we waiting on? God, and he's waiting for you to beg him to come back. So y'all should get on that. This shit is disgusting. Emails from CISA's NGO and social media partners show that CISA created the Election Integrity Partnership, EIP, in 2020, which involved the Stanford Internet Observatory and other U.S. government contractors. 
EIP and its successor, the Virality Project, urged Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms to censor social media posts by ordinary citizens and elected officials alike. EIP reported that they had a 75% response rate from the platforms and that 35% of the URLs that they reported were either removed, labeled, um, or throttled, or soft-blocked. In 2020, the Department of Homeland Security's CISA violated the First Amendment and interfered in the election, while in 2021, CISA and the White House violated the First Amendment and undermined America's response to the COVID pandemic by demanding that Facebook and Twitter censor content that Facebook said that Facebook itself said was quote unquote often true, including about vaccine side effects. All of this is profoundly un-American. One's commitment to free speech means nothing if it does not extend to your political enemies. In his essential new book, Liar in a Crowded Theater, Jeff Kosef, a law professor at the United States Naval Academy, shows that the widespread view that the government can censor false speech and or speech that quote unquote causes harm is mostly wrong. The Supreme Court has allowed very few constraints on speech. For example, the test of incitement to violence remains its immediacy. I encourage Congress to defund and dismantle the government organizations involved in censorship. That includes phasing out all funding for the National Science Foundation's Track F, Trust and Authenticity and Communication Systems, and its Secure and Trustworthy Cyberspace Track. I would also encourage Congress to abolish CISA in DHS. Short of taking those steps, I would encourage significant guardrails and oversight to prevent such censorship from happening again. In particular, it's very easy to see the line in CISA. They say they're covering physical security, cybersecurity, but they added a third one, cognitive security, which is basically attempting to control the information environment and how people think about the world, including the stories that they tell. Finally, I would encourage Congress to consider making Section 230 liability protections contingent upon social media platforms known in the law as interactive computer services to allow adult users to moderate our own legal content through filters that we choose and whose algorithms are transparent to all of us. I would encourage Congress to prohibit government officials from asking the platforms to remove content which the Supreme Court may or may not rule on constitutional next year when it decides on the Missouri v. Biden case should the court somehow decide that the government requests for censorship are constitutional, then I would urge Congress to require such requests be reported publicly instantaneously so that such censorship demands occur in plain sight. Thank you very much for hearing my testimony. Transparency. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, look, folks, remember, January 7th, at 2109, I was completely removed. And I'm not making myself the victim because I didn't give a fuck. I was completely removed from social media. I had zero social media presence at all. I was dead. For three years, I went without Facebook. Uh, for two years, I went without Twitter. For not even eight months did I go without Instagram, though. I did get Instagram back pretty quick. I don't know how. I don't think my Instagram and my Facebook were ever linked, though. That's mm -hmm. why I think I got Instagram back pretty quick. But, I mean, I was gone from all of it. Just eliminated. Just nobody even said, hey, what'd you do? Like, what'd you say? I didn't say anything. I did, The only thing I did was I opened the app on my phone 
while we were in the bubble on January 6th, and the next thing you know, I was deleted from the internet as if I didn't even exist. Not there, gone, peace, peace be upon you. Go about your mighty way. Mm -hmm. And there was another guy who just got his tweets deleted. It, no, no, no. Go to the other one you had up. Go to the the Navy. Yeah, I gotcha. Go to that one. He just had a tweet or whatever well, this was. Well, he took it down because uh, at the Navy's request. Best. Yeah. Um, and his wife is running for Congress. So uh, now all of his information getting, will come through her. Yeah. Anyway. This is a really good video, and this is something you should really listen to. And uh, just listen. Thank God for this because we need more patriots like this. So, you may see my wife's recent post, and I want to elaborate on that and give you an example as to why reinstatement, back pay, and, and apologies isn't enough. So, in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average. However, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only am using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, Pulmonary heart disease, 62%. Heart failure, 973%. Other forms of heart disease, 63%. Cardiomyopathy, 152%. That's the kind of thing that would get taken down under the government censorship. Heart failure, over 900% rise in the military. They're trying to gut us. I mean, yeah. They're trying to gut us from the inside out. Uh, yeah. Holy fuck. Up 900 and... Dude, they... Okay, understand helo pilots and fixed-wing pilots in the two services probably make up about, let me see, in total... And I'm not really sure on these numbers. I'm just guessing. I'm giving a, a, a good roundabout estimate of what I might know that you might not know. So let's just say that's 5,000 pilots in total. Well, no, because I'm not actually. Hold on. Correction. Let's up those numbers. Let's make it about 250,000 pilots roughly total. Total. That's a lot of people. When you talk about a 905%, 973% rise in oh, heart I'm failure, sorry, 973% rate in heart failure. And that's only two years. <sighs> Holy shit. 
We're talking about bomber pilots. We're talking about we're talking about my brother, the, the fighter wing pilots. We're talking about the fixed wing pilot, the all fixed wing pilots. That means C-130s down to C-17s down to C-5s. Uh, we're talking about fucking uh, the Cisco pilots. We're talking about the fucking helicopter pilots, rotary wing aircraft. Everybody from the MH6 to the fucking the fucking shit hook. Holy shit, that's. 973%. That's. Fauci has some explaining to do. Not, not just Fauci, but I, I'm sorry. This goes all. The, it does. It, unfortunately, I hate to do this to him, but this is going to land him with another indictment. But I'm sorry. This goes back to Trump. You can't say that. Wow. This shit with the jab started under Trump. Trump has not refused the jab since he's been on the campaign trail. He's doubled, quadrupled, tripled, whatever, can topple down on the jab. Mm-hmm. Saying that, oh, the jab works. Well, wow. with a 900 and- 73%. Uh- but check this out. This is why I said Fauci has some explaining. I'm Bill Hemmer. Good morning at home. We're now learning a U.S. health official working for Dr. Fauci raised serious safety concerns six years ago in 2017 after taking a tour of the lab in Wuhan, China's first ever level four biosafety lab for handling dangerous pathogens. The U.S. official was shocked and alarmed after learning the lab was considering plans to reverse engineer the deadly Ebola virus. But when she told superiors before writing her report, she was ordered to delete any reference to Ebola. Well, more on this. Rich Edson follows it up on what they knew and why they might want to hide that critical information. Rich, hello to you. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Bill. This U.S. health worker toured the Wuhan Institute of Virology just as it was about to open its most secure lab. And Chinese officials were admitting they needed more expertise to operate it. This is the same facility that some believe U.S. officials started COVID-19 with an accidental lab leak. U.S. health official touring the lab worked for the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That's part of the National Institutes of Health, or NIH. In emails obtained by Fox, she wrote to other NIH officials that, during her tour, a technician at the Wuhan lab complained it was illegal to import Ebola to China to study it. The NIH worker then wrote to other department officials, quote, I remember he said that since they don't have the Ebola virus, they had, quote, considered using reverse genetics to create the virus. I was shocked to hear what he said that. I also worry the reaction of people in Washington when they read this. The technician is only a worker, not a decision maker, nor a PI, principal investigator. So how much we should believe what he said? She wrote, if that got out, it would be difficult to get more information about the lab. Two days later, she received the reply, quote, as we discussed, delete that comment. But it wasn't just happening there. Now, we're not going to do this whole thing because it's 25 minutes. But you know what? I'll put it in Liana's chat so she can play it tomorrow. James O'Keefe. OMG. Coming in with the win. OMG is right. We're doing an investigation to the Chinese bio labs. And the person that you were talking to um, actually works for me about the Chinese bio labs. You're actually 
you're actually on video uh, talking about them, talking about your boss, Jim Costa. You've been recorded as part of an undercover investigation. Yeah, I think they had uh, they had a recording of the guy saying, like, you know, I'm doing parts of this because uh, uh, to benefit the Chinese government. I, I I don't I think I saw like they had they had like uh, done a camera of, or they had like kind of secretly recorded him saying stuff. So. I mean, I knew for a few months before anybody else did. Did you? We've known for years that China's been conducting numerous nefarious covert activities right here in the United States. Secret Chinese police stations, underground transportation systems for Chinese nationals, spy and espionage rings. The Chinese even buying thousands of acres of American farmland, some of it right next to our military bases. But those offenses pale in comparison to what we have recently discovered. Convicted Chinese criminals who are active members of the Chinese military are operating secret biolabs right here in small town America. And they're handling deadly pathogens, including Ebola, HIV, malaria, TB, even COVID. Deadly pathogens that could be weaponized and used against Americans at the drop of a hat. So does he think that it was like a bioweapon lab? Well, I don't know. That's what kind of, they're kind of like, how many, the, the questions are like, how many other people are like, uh, like creating like these like labs within the United States. So, well, what does your boss think about that? Like, does he think it's well, China? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, what does your boss yeah. think? Like, yeah. do you think that it was like more of a national security threat? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And Congress, with the help of the mainstream media, have quietly swept it under the rug. That is until one of our brave OMG citizen journalist American Swipers went undercover to investigate and hooked up on Tinder with Daniel Sepulveda, one of California Congressman Jim Costa's top staffers. And on a series of Tinder dates, well, that top congressional staffer started singing like a bird. All right, so uh, I will again put that in Liana's chat. So hopefully she will be able to play that tomorrow, and you guys can hear the rest of it. Wow, but that's uh, awesome! It doesn't just—it doesn't just have to be in Wuhan. They're here. That's yeah. No, it, I I get it. They've been here. They've been here for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Been here for yep. Been here. Unfortunately, a hot minute. So anyway. But we have to get out of here. We do. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm dropping the uh, scratching scratching on the pill side. So for all of those that are waiting on the scratching, here you go. Go get your scratch. It's out. You get your crack and be happy with it. It's good crack. Go get it's your normal pills. crack. You know, it's good stuff. I, I only bring the, the pure kind shit without from, fentanyl. Yeah, I only bring the pure shit from Colombia because I spent a lot of time down there. Anyway, till then, uh, she'll be back tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. 8 a.m. for the good book. Yeah. Um, we'll, uh, well, Liana will be up right after her at 9.05 over on the pill site and hopefully on Rumble without any more issues. Um, she's had enough. Mm -hmm. Seriously, Rumble just quit fucking with her. Seriously. You have way more criminals on Rumble. Seriously. I, I can name like 50 of them. Anyway, till then, we'll be back at 545 for the pre-show tomorrow night, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Uh, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
navigators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes. Yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem play. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can't. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. The south. And you can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. So come around here, son, running your Strapped up in a whitey, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck a welfare now. Fuck around and 